Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. Eddie Spaghetti off to Hawaii. Who knows where he is? He could be sleeping on Bourbon Street in Hawaii. Did I mix up our conversations? I don't know what's going on, Martin, but... As I mentioned him, let me introduce my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss, fresh off our sports Emmy win. Sheck, are people treating you differently now that we're sports Emmy winners? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still just a guy. I mean, like, you can still talk to me like a normal fella. I have the same concerns as everybody else. Speaking of which, I, know I like that. I, know, I like that. I know it's fun to root mm-hmm. against Boston sports teams and laugh at our... Oh, you want to go right into it, Laugh at our friends and their pain and everything else, but we should all understand there's a higher goal for all of us. If you claim to care about sports as much as we all do, we need another game. What? Listen, Why? go Celtics so we get a game Why? six because after the What's NBA finals and the, yeah. and, and the Stanley Cup is awarded, we now know it. Right. And it's just baseball. And that's it. They've got baseball. And so it'll still be just, it'll still be just baseball. What is it extending this and putting uh, Martin and I, uh, we have to have worries about our heat bet. What is, what is this extra game going to do? I listen, it would be nice for you to win your, your we know some real a-hole Boston Celtic fans who are going to just never, ever going to let us live this down. Let me pitch this to you. Let me pitch this to you. What do we care about another game? It'll hurt way worse if they lose in game seven in Boston. How about that? Is that, does that, now, game five can is I good put enough. you into game six now? Can I talk? No, because I can't. I, 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 no, because I can't guarantee that. I want it over tonight. Yeah, I don't it's know. Maybe, tonight, Sal, maybe I'm maybe I'm looking with maybe I'm looking with my pockets, but I'm with uh, nah nah. Go ahead and take care of this thing right here, right now. Let's everybody give us an opportunity to put our feet up, relax. All right, have a little. A little, uh, you know, now when people get married, they'll have like, uh, 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 I'm sorry, people have baby, they'll have a baby moon before the baby comes. That's what this is right now. You can have, we can have a baby moon before yeah, let's have the a NBA baby finals arrive here, kick our feet up, relax, watch a little baseball. They got new rules, Dave. It's a fun game to watch now. I know you haven't seen it probably all summer because the Pirates oh, I've ever seen since it. the 10 wins. Have been. Whew, Listen, but, I'll, I'll find something else to do Saturday. I don't need to see a game six. The game yeah, four, as everybody knows. Go go see a movie. Yeah, go on a freaking date. I don't everybody think my wife will appreciate me going on a date with somebody. I mean, who's, <laughs> I got somebody's got to teach me how to swipe left and right. I'm completely out on all the new technology of dating anyway. Boston wins 116.99 <laughs> game four. 19 three-pointers made. I know you're sick of hearing this, Martin, but this is it, right? You make 19 three-pointers and you're not going to lose the game. You're just not. The Yankees walk 11 times on Wednesday. Do they win a game, Shaq? I'm making up a number, but most most likely. Mm -hmm. So does this keep up? This is a team who struggled from three. The Celtics are now only plus 225, which is insane to win the next three. That would be in a row. I don't think they do it. They're better ultimately on paper, but they're too sloppy. They're too streaky. The coach isn't great. The stars forget how to play basketball down the stretch. 
And I think one or more of those things will be the deciding factor over the next 10 hours or four days check. So I don't know, but doesn't it it feel like there there's borderline conspiratorial kind of vibes coming off of this after they went up three Oh and the Mm -hmm. humiliation that was dealt to the Celts, there was still buzz. And I don't know if it's all owed to that ESPN thing that got a lot of attention before the series. And when they went down Oh two, then they went down Oh three people like, statistically or whatever they were gauging that off of like the Celts still have a decent chance of winning. Like what in, in what world would that be true? And yet I can't ignore that. Obviously the Celts go up to Boston. They escape with a victory here. Boy, there's a curse that is entirely on the heat and every team in NBA history has survived. The curse is supposed to be an up three out. I don't know why this one feels different, hey, right? Doesn't it? Even though the Seltzer is flawed as they are, like they, I can see it see, happening. It, it hurts me because you, the inventor of the curse of supposed to implementing it in the wrong direction. Yeah, Miami yeah, almost right. swept Boston. <laughs> the two seed is going home now. They still have the supposed to. They're supposed to win. Yes. Think about how. I, think about this. Every now, I get it that this is the two seed with the three with, that has a three zero deficit. However, Boston wins one game. They win one game. Miami shoots poorly from three, one game in the last three months. And everybody's like, oh, man, you got to look out. Boston really could rip off four in a row in this thing. It's like, right. it's a, it, at best, a coin, a, a four times of a coin flip. Like it could happen. But the reality of the situation is, I've, and I was talking about this with Gunnels. The three-point shot, I feel like, especially when your back is against the wall, and I know, like, when you elimination game, you end up getting a little bit of lemon booty, as they would say. That happened in Miami, oh. you know, eight for forty or whatever from three. The lemon booty po- podcast is that what we're doing? <laughs> lemon booty partly. <laughs> is, that, is that an is that an offshoot? <laughs> is that, wow, it's a spinoff. <laughs> well, listen, I, I I agree with you, and I Sheck, I throw all those ESPN, whatever, wherever you find the stat. Uh, team down three oh three has never won since the 17th century. I throw it all out because I want to look at the games, right? If every game, if every game is like Panthers Canes, where it's a one goal game, I would say, oh wow, down three oh, the Canes could have come back. I, that wouldn't have shocked me. The Celtics look so bad in two of those games, right? That it leads me to believe that it's going to happen in one of the next three games, and I don't even buy the fact that they're. Two out of the next three are at home. I mean, I buy it because I can look at the schedule and see it. But Martin, what are they? 11 and 12 at home? Like, I don't think it's a gimme. I think eight's too many points. They could just as easily That's tank the main thing at you home. Just touched as on is how around. bad the Celts have been at home. They've been meat yeah. milker to downright stink. Right. Everyone's like, oh, game five, they win. Okay, they're home game five, they win. Like, no, no, not necessarily. Yeah. All right. Then there's games and then game seven. They'll have everyone in there go like, no, the game arguments seven, aren't congruent, it's the same right? Thing. Because it's, yeah. everybody's like, well, you know, the high seed has home court advantage. Well, like Boston loses at home a lot. They win more on the road by def- right. by definition. And it's weird because you can't really lose that many home playoff games to continue to advance in series, which means they're really, really good in elimination games. But yeah, I'm I'm with you, Sal. Like we're we're expecting to see just this this meteoric rise to this Boston that that then they've been up and down all the time. Like to, for them to continue to stay at the high level that they were just at, I don't I don't see it. Let me just well, say this to clarify, for, yes, Curtis Posta. I just want to say, 
Hurts <laughs> is supposed to is squarely on the Celtics still tonight. They're at home. They forced it. Miami sure. had to get on the airplane and fly up there against their will. It's not what they wanted. But now, you know, as we say, 500 or worse over the last two postseasons, and the Celtics made the finals last year. It really is so bizarre that uh, th- this is two seasons running, postseasons running, that the Celts are bad at home, and yet here they are deep again into the playoffs. Let them lose, Shaq. You don't want Hench coming on minus three saying that no, we were the nobody believes in us. Well, team. he already closed the book, so want. he stinks. If like, yeah, if you like, yeah, if you're a well, you know fan, how they could be. I, yes. I, well, that's it. So they'll own all three comebacks: twenty-eight, three Super Bowl. They'll own the uh, 03 to the Yankees in '94. And they'll own uh, this one. We we can't have that uh, across the three. I hear you. Most I, major. I'm not of rooting sports. for the Celts ultimately to win. I just want more sports. That's all. I'm looking. I'm rooting it's for one, one more game. It's Saturday night. Find something to do Saturday. Just night. think You're about the heat you'll be getting on the plane at midnight or whatever tonight. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. oh my god. We, I know we, this thing was over a few nights ago. Now we got to go back home for another one. It's juicy well, stuff. It's fun. Martin, help is on the way, I think. And it's in the form of Mark Davis, not the owner of the Raiders with the weird haircut. It's the, He's the crew chief for uh, tonight's Celtics Heat game. Past two years with Mark Davis, Boston is 2-9 and nine at home. Um, the Heat are 19-4 and four with Mark Davis or Ed Malloy refing. 10-3 and three on the road, 10-2 and two this year overall. Celtics fans are already crying about this being uh, the be-all, end-all of the team. But anyway... But I like you, to see it, but you know, I don't like to see Gabe Vincent out. Gabe Vincent yeah, already sucks. out. So there's, there's between 12 and 22 points gone. Yeah. Miami is starting to be, it, the injuries are starting to mount. That's another reason why they need to take care of this thing right now and get that, that a uh, little baby moon before the finals. But yeah. you know, everybody sees that and says like the conspiracy theory of oh, this ref fixes this or whatever, or like doesn't even say conspiracy theory, but they're just like, hey, you know, it's Mike Brown or Scott Foster or, you know, who, what if like there's just, if you look at the way Boston plays, all they shoot is threes and layups. That's it. They play lazy defense a lot of times and they get, and they reach a lot. So like maybe the referee yeah, just they, is like not calling yeah. a contact at the lane and maybe is, is calling it out the perimeter. And he's just more likely to do that. Like there's, I feel like there's referees that have tendencies that is not necessarily, you know, this nefarious. Well, they're a good team. Yeah. With a good record. So if we have two, now three referees who have, you know, two and nine at home, the Celtics are with them. There must be a referee out there where the Celtics are like <clears throat> 60 games over 500 sure, when they exactly. play. Right. How does this even out? It ha- you would think it has to. And I would just imagine that, you know, that guy is, is le- more likely to call fouls on three-point jump shots because that's all the Celtics mm-hmm. take are three-point jump shots. Shaq, can I interest you in the Heat to win this series at 4-2 to two, plus 180? Yes. I mean, listen, it's not going to make me feel sad if the Celtics blow it. I expect they will, of course. There's zero. I mean... Again, but is that a good bet right now? Zero four to two yes. plus one eighty. Well, four yeah. two. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, they lo- no. The Celtics win tonight, okay. and then the Heat win on Saturday. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's fine. I didn't me. think final score four two. I wasn't thinking the game would be <laughs> way under at four two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that's it. I just went. We need one more, don't you? See, you guys okay. are prisoners of the moment. You guys are being cute and. Mm. Uh, I know my surroundings. I know what's going to be right now. You guys are feeling like, what do I have to worry about? I'll tell you what you have to worry about. Mm. 
three months of nothing but baseball. That's what you have to worry about. It's was, still the same. It's we're going to have that no matter what happens no, tonight. No, I know NBA finals can give us one more thing to distract us before we head <laughs> off into the abyss. If you could guarantee me that the Heat are not going to blow this series and then the Celtics are not going to beat Denver, you know how our Boston... Let me let me put it this way, Shaq. Would it help you if you knew that we had a friend, um, maybe not as close to you in recent years or for whatever reason, but um, he uh, <laughs> wrote Lynn's this friend. team off. This te- That's right. Freddie Lynn's friend wrote this team off, off, off. No way. I'm done with this team. And now it's flying to Boston for game five. I think country. it's I think it's disgraceful the way people try to well, have their cake about and that, some but pie. What, what, so so what's the answer? Let him have his let him try to eat his. Uh, this may be a controversial. This may back. be a controversial posture for me to take here. As I have said before, <laughs> and we'll say to you again now, I think apathy, you know, love the opposite of love is not hate. It is apathy. Yes. And the people of Boston for all their flaws and all their weirdness and arrogance, at least they care. Keep you, going. That's Uh-oh. it. That's yeah. it. I mean, I, 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 I right. tend but- to vibe to the fan base for whom I know it means more. I, I, but it's fun if the sports guy flew out there and and knowing that they were going to lose and then uh, also rejuvenated also interest true. and then loses. All right. Uh, Martin, Denver minus 215 now. They were minus 290 before the Celtics win. It shrinks with every Celtics win, obviously. Um, I have some money on Denver. You want to wait? Go right ahead. I think I think everyone should have a little something on Denver. I think either they solve Jimmy Butler, um, you know, the Miami Riddle, or they're just much better than Boston. Maybe not a sweep, but they they could knock them out in five like they did the Lakers. Right? Yeah, I think uh, at this point, uh, Denver is obviously the favorite. And I think another way to play it, if you don't want to necessarily take, uh, you know, the the juice on Denver outright, I think there's no chance that Jokic, there's a, a non, maybe if he gets hurt, but that's about it, that he's not the finals MVP. After I Denver heard you talking it. about this on Lemon Pepper Parlay with uh, Gunnels. Yes, if, yeah. if he got it in this series... What more would Murray have to do? Exactly. Right? I'm not saying Jokic didn't deserve it, but, but Murray me, had like, some monster games. He's going to have to put up 50-point games? I don't know. I didn't think it was a hot take to say that Jamal Murray was the Western Conference MVP. Like, if you just looked at the four games in and of themselves, even though Jokic had a triple-double in two of them, Jamal Murray, to me, was the unguardable player that the, that the Nuggets had that the Lakers just couldn't couldn't handle. Um, but I do think that, especially when you consider who's voting for this and the way that the voting for the regular season MVP went, uh, and uh, most people probably feeling like it should have been Jokic, but they couldn't, these votes are public and didn't want to vote for him now because they feel bad. They didn't vote Jokic. Is yeah, that what you're saying? And, and it's going to happen for it. With I think yeah. that there's no That's an interesting psychological, uh, angle. Mm, I, I, I do kind of agree with that, but I think the Nuggets are the safer play overall to win the series against whoever they get. And it's likely to be the case. But even if you, you know, the only thing I would say, we just saw Jokic against AD, um, you know, who is in the, on the short list of best uh, post defenders, but the other, you know, if the Mm -hmm. time Lord's out there, then, then you're starting to talk about Jokic in simplistic terms of kicking it out to, to Murray and company to, to, to make the, Hey, I still think you're right though. I doubt like those triple doubles, like, you know, we're talking about, I said it the other day, but like, we're so weirdly unimpressed by the triple doubles, like a decade ago, people have been like, 
Wait, a guy gets triple doubles all the time in the postseason. All it's so time. funny how that. I mean, yeah. this guy is bizarre. Like, I think we throw around. Yeah, unicorn. you just you just watch assists. He has eight or nine ass, uh, rebounds going in the late in the second quarter. So it's all you really you, have to worry uh, yeah, about is he's assists. Not, like, yeah, and he's not going like twelve. Like, there were some Rondo triple doubles a decade ago that were like, you know, they were like 10, 10. Just 10. get the tens. Yeah, like he's you know he's like forty. 18, mm-hmm. 15, like what in the hell? But Martin, uh, let me say this. Uh, I know that was Sheck speaking, but uh, let me address Martin. So Jokic is minus 175 to win the finals MVP. And of course, we're doing this without knowing who's coming out of the Eastern Conference. But I could even see a situation where Jokic has to sit a game, maybe two, and they still could beat Miami. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I, I think so. Yeah. So I don't know. You don't bet on something like that. Murray is 17 to one Butler plus four forty, and Tatum five fifty. but let's just get past this damn series for God's sakes. Come on. I can't stomach it. Check. We, this is our fault. We surround ourselves with these a-holes. I know, but, but, but again, the pushback is like Miami sports fans don't have enough going anyway. Aren't you like, okay, they got the I don't Florida care. Panthers plus don't care about them. Care about me. I get the overarching <laughs> reason that, you know, and you've made the savvy play of the heat when no one was talking about them. No, actually I, if the I time. didn't have a dollar, if I didn't have a dollar on them, I would, uh, oh, I really? would still want. Uh, oh yeah. 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 You got to root against your friends. Did you on. notice that Sal, uh, not a, Sal <laughs> relishes in, in the squirmishness of his, of his friends. And when his friends are down, that's when he starts, you know, some people offer a hand yes. the foot to go ahead and put that. Thank kick. you. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I was hoping you bit bit your tongue while you were um, uh, uttering that sentence, but uh, no. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll talk NHL, Major League Baseball, those NFL news, and we'll have our play of the day. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, real quick, NHL. Boy, we're looking at two sweeps here in the conference finals, Shaq. Panthers sweep the Canes. According to our friend, the uh, hopeless nerd, Todd Furman, there was only a minute and 40 of the entire series where one team had a two-goal lead. So this was as close Hmm. as a four-game sweep could get. Of course, I bet Florida minus a puck and a half last night, and they won by one. Kachuk uh, nets it with uh, no time left, right? Ten seconds, and now they're on to the finals against probably the Vegas Knights. It's, uh, you know, Kachuk specifically and Bobrovsky as well, who uh, I am one of his cynics. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, like Orbach at the end of Dirty Dancing. Although, let's see him in the final come through and lifting a cup before we finally say he didn't uh, blow it for his team. He's done it a few times, Vezina winner of the past. But Kachuk is on an all-time crazy historic roll and while he is a star, a lot of people boosting him up. You hear him in the news like, hey, that's that's on you if you didn't know how good Kachuk was. Yeah, but he still didn't present fully as like, we'd be like, that's spaghetti. Hey, you might McDavid. as well say it. I know. You might but- as well say he's in Hawaii. It's spaghetti. You could say it. Mm-hmm. No, no. I mean, like, like, I think he's hockey- a, he said Kachuk. Oh, people got mad that uh, there were no stars in this. And Kachuk said, uh, Hold my beer or whatever. Well, I mean, I'll refer you back to like Mikey Meatballs can jump in on this perhaps. But I think like if you think about last offseason, it felt to me at Mm. least like Johnny Goudreau, a.k.a. Johnny Hockey. And you talk about the what uh, good marketing can do for somebody. It felt like Johnny Goudreau moving from Calgary was a much bigger deal to, you know, the hockey fans than Matthew Kachuk going down to Florida. How say you? I mean, right. just because the guy's name is Johnny Hockey, of course. I, no, no, oh, the what do you think else. of that, Mikey Meatballs? And maybe that's a good, um, maybe that's a ploy. Name everybody hockey after yes. their first name and then see what sticks. Meatball, Meatballs, is he right? It was a little... Uh, well, Goudreau is a free agent, so was, he was like the biggest fish on the market there. I mean, Calgary did get Huberto back, but that did not pan out there. So I guess, I mean, I, I know what Dave's saying, but I, I still right. think, uh, you know, it, it it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, everybody would rather right. have if you gave him a choice, Kachuk over Goudreau. But it felt like the buzz was much more like, what the, the where was Johnny Hockey going to land and everything else? And it was sort of like an afterthought that, like, oh, Kachuk went down there and and Huberdo moved up to Alberta. It was it was not the story mm. nearly that that the other one was. But anyway, yeah, I mean, like well, the all time heater. This is crazy stuff. The overtime goals. All I mean, you know, he he, he is. I'm trying to think of like this. What my point is, this side of like Gretzky, Lemieux, Messier with the with the rags and 90. How many teams have been carried singularly in terms of goal scoring like like the Florida yeah. Panthers have been this uh, this playoff run? It's quite a thing. He's plus 380 to win the con Smythe. Bobrovsky is two to one and uh, Jack Eichel on the other side is plus 380. We'll get the Knights um, stars in a second. But check this. I know this is near and dear to your heart. The Panthers made the mistake or is it a mistake of touching the Prince of Wales trophy after winning? No. So you prevent you're presented with a conference championship trophy. Now, hold on. Hear me out. Teams that touch the conference trophy 
are 9-23 and 23 in the last 32 Stanley Cups, even though five of the past seven to win the Cup have touched the Prince of Wales trophy. It's a big, big controversy in hockey land. Yeah, it is perennially now. And uh, by the way, shout out when we're talking about trophies and hockey players picking them up and all that. Mm. Muzzle tub. One of the most special days in Pittsburgh sports history is here. One of the most uh, important days. The day huh? 66 Lemieux hoisted the Stanley Cup in Minnesota, 1991. Mm. Uh, a precious day. One of the five greatest That's days today? of my life. Yes. One of the five. And then he hoisted it into his birth trunk and nobody son, saw the trophy ever again. Something like it's that. Very sad. Birth of, birth of yeah. one of my children. Then that Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. Birth of <laughs> two other children. Then the second cup. <laughs> then the fourth We'll child. get the names. Uh, we'll I get don't the remember names what the that's names what's are important. currently. But what anyway, about this dumb superstition, though? They, well, it's kind of like the Thanos ring, I think. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're powerful enough, you can touch one of those one of those jewels or whatever they are. What are they? The stones, the infinity stones. You can touch yeah. one if you're powerful enough and it won't instantly kill you. But if you're normal, it will kill you. I think that's the mm-hmm. math. If you're normal, mortal, like don't be touching mm-hmm. the Prince of Wales trophy. I am skewed though, because Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Why not him. touch it? It's a trophy. Sidney like, Crosby is, picks it up and it's no matter. Get. We'll yeah. go. We're, we're going to go win the Stanley cup anyway. <laughs> but why not tr- touch it? It's not this. That's it's right. not like there's, presenting the stanley cup it's the thing that you want you won this trophy but you can't touch it's it done. like because there's there's more business to be but so what what do we don't high five after a I regular mean, season win I either mean, look, what how what do we take this superstition i may Go not ahead, it may not make sense but if you tell me that yeah only nine people or only nine teams <laughs> have won this thing teams. out of 30 right. whatever i'm gonna go ahead and not touch it either why not? It's not something different. Yeah. Not that one conference is tougher than the other. I don't no, I'm know. Just over let the it last be. three decades. Just let it be. Like, <laughs> nope, I'm not touching. I'm good. I'm good. It's Watch him fade. Watch him fade. Like, were you walking uh, around, hopping on cracks and just going home to see how your mother's back was feeling? As you kid, and Sal would like, go, yeah. Sal would go pick it up even yeah. if his team lost. He'd be like, I'll touch it. <laughs> exactly. I don't care. He would just skate into the celebration circle and pick it up. Anyway, I'm not going to get the same with the Stanley be, Cup. I'm yeah. going to do it with this one instead. Just take a lap. I'd find it before game four and I'd parade it around. I was like, you see this, fellas? This is what we're looking to win. <laughs> so I was going out trying <laughs> to break mirrors, back. force bad luck. Up the walk home. Oh, we made yeah. it off um, the ice. We're back now. We're on to the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> Sal comes in a couple seconds late. He's the last teammate to make it in the locker room. He's, he's put nachos in it. What's up, guys? Hey, what? That's right. Like that, that's what you would do. That's right. Shake off all the superstition. Of course, you're in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, it, it's not. But listen, again, I went as as a Met fan. I went. Forget about what the players are doing in the dugout. I don't know. I went 40 years as a 30 years as a Met fan. Um, not talking about no hitters, <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it worked with Johan Santana. It's like <laughs> stupid. Um, a team that does need all the luck in the world. Stars tonight, home for Game Four against the Knights. The odds makers have given up. They make the stars minus 115. They were minus 145 for game three, but now they're like, I don't know. They, I guess they don't want to give the Knights backers plus money. Captain stars, captain Jamie Ben suspended two games. This guy lost his mind check. He cross checks Knights right winger, Mark stone. And then when he's down again, he cross checks him like near or by the jaw. And then I think he, Unlaced a skate and glided it against Stone's throat, and then pulled out a taser. What? 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 He went. He went crazy. He lost his mind. The, the thing. I'm sorry to invoke. Uh, I I've mentioned before that I'm from Pittsburgh. That's why there's so many Pittsburgh sports references no. here. But um, it, it, what it makes me think of when I see Learn those is like, day. 
Jamie Ben Jamie Ben is lucky in the same way Miles Garrett was lucky when he swung that helmet. Like that, the fact that he didn't mess the guy yeah. up is is the is the best news of all. And I don't I don't mean that from a, the side of like I'm a good human being and we don't want to see these athletes. I mean like. That would be way worse. Like if he broke, the, oh, if he yeah. broke his jaw and then he disrupts it's what the final is going to. I mean that that would be garbage. Gabe Kaplan, what you know? Welcome back, Cotter. Goodbye, Mister Cotter. You know, if, if oh. Mark Stone, as I've Ooh. told you, is a doppelganger for Mister Cotter. Um, that also, ruins the I think whole it's thing, bad luck. I, I think it's bad luck to touch an opponent's jaw yes. with your stick. <laughs> also true. Um, you're not supposed to, and, and it turns out it was. It's he suspended two games. It's bad, really bad luck. Uh, yeah, anyway, I mean, he would cup, be like quick. guys have get like think think about like in the NHL, some guys have been charged with assault. You know, I mean, literally, sure. like in courts of law have been charged with that. He breaks the guy's jaw and everything. Like if he really f's him up, good. You know, if, this would be way worse for Jamie Ben. Never mind for the Vegas Knights. But yeah, Absolutely. filthy, filthy. Nice. If you haven't seen it, go look. at The guy's laying on the ice and he's cross checking him in his head. Knights, even though they haven't quite finished off the Stars, still favored to win the Cup at minus 120. I don't know if they're allowed to touch it at when they win. I'm not sure how it works. The Panthers are plus 110. Stars, spaghetti's bet, 25 to 1. Oh, boy. Um, I'd be trying to you know forget everything in Hawaii, too, if I were him. Hey, I did uh, hit the picket lines yesterday. And before I walk, I typically end up spending like 20 minutes with a Sharpie in my hand, try to head hand in my hand, in my head, trying to think up uh, something funny to write on my sign because there's nothing I hate more than an unfunny sign. When I walk past it, it kind of makes me root for the studios. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm rooting against my own union here, but anyway, I'm thinking something funny and then with strike and then, okay, I could do the strike home run thing, do a gambling. I put trout to hit a homer plus three twenty. did some research. And now I'm two and oh in WGA picket bets. Martin, this might be a better streak than um, since your car accident. No, right. Well, the we, thing is here, no? everybody out there is out of work. It's I love the yeah. fact that you're giving people earning opportunities. That's the right. Real Thank key. you. Because like some people go out mm-hmm. there, they drop off some water. They'll drive past and honk their horns. And it went the beep, beep, beep. And then everybody's like, hey, no, so you out there, you're out there providing people opportunities to earn that right. there right. Makes a difference. Why? Thank you for recognizing that. Why should a horn excite you more than a winning pick for people? You're right. Who are struggling to make ends meet right now. Shaq, right. Plus three twenty. So slouch. The thing is, it's kind of like I don't know if AFL NFL is is the proper analogy here, but like you know, it opened up mm-hmm. a different revenue stream for players. Like I'm worth X amount of dollars, NFL team. Like, well, this is what we're willing to pay you. Where else are you gonna go? To the other league. Same way. Maybe these writers they decided Ooh. a year or twenty eight years ago. I'm going to be a writer in show business. Well, that ain't working right. out right now. Look who's coming along. Sal is the AFL. He's saying like, become a lifelong wagerer. You know, yeah. I'm showing you the yeah, way basically different revenue stream for the smart. rest of your life. If you just follow my signs and long after this strike ends, I'll be out here doing it. What if that becomes your thing? Like you have to go out. I, there I just have it. to keep picketing after the strike is over. Yeah. 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 I like it. Well, listen, I'm glad <laughs> you, you recognize it and Martin recognizes it. And yes, that's right. You have two choices right now. Writers, you could follow my picks and make some extra money and subsidize what's going on there. In the that's world. Right. Or 
I think I think they could join the live tour and be like uh, Brooks Kepka's personal writer. I don't know. I don't know how much that pays, but probably not as much as plus 320 for a trout home run. I did bet, speaking of home runs, both Judge and Alonzo to win the home run crown, plus 300 and plus 350. Alonzo's got, I think, four on Judge, who has missed a week or a week and a half um, and is now catching up. But, you know, Brother Brian's like, oh, you hate Judge so much. I get the shtick and everything. But it isn't nice root for the New York guys to, to come out on top for home runs. And I, I just, I ended up doing it. But I like rooting against Judge. Check which baseball player. I mean, you're you all over the most? place. I don't. I mean, you know, like <laughs> I know. You, I know. You you can't stand this, and so that's your motivating day. But oh, you will root for. I think deep down. I know. You're I think right. Sal you're doesn't right. want to admit some tough feelings for him that he can't bring himself. He's got he's got Stockholm syndrome because of the Yankees. Mm. He grew up. He's stuck by his Metropolitans. Yeah, but deep down, maybe he does kind of root for the Yankees more than he wants this to is admit. Way out of character. Yeah. I don't ever really bet on them, Martin. What? But did you ever have anyone that you just couldn't bet on because you you don't like them that much, even though the results are when? I mean, I, mean, I try to stay away from like Patriots bets for that yeah. reason over and over. His name as much is Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've donated yeah. more money to the Buffalo Bills in the last three seasons than 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 you know the little uh, little sisters. So of that's. Poor. Well, so that's the other way. That's someone you bet. I, I'm saying you don't like them, so you don't bet them, kind of thing. But you, you don't like them because you did better. No, I don't like them because I actively, uh, consistently undervalue his ability all the time. I see. All the okay. time. So I end up betting on the other team. And if I, I can just you. get out of I my own you. way and see that the guy doesn't, he, he's grown a lot from the 54% mm-hmm. completion percentage at Wyoming. He's come a long way from all second team Mountain West, you know, and uh, right. I had to get over that. You guys make, you always make like I'm a child because I would never bet against my teams and your Mm -hmm. cockamamie um, attempt to trick your own brain and and justify and rationalize your poor behavior by betting (laughs) against your team. Like, oh, don't you see? Then I feel good either way. Either my team wins or I'm a winner. That's shameful. And you know it deep down. It's wrong. I think what it actually says about me is that I am basically tying one hand behind my my gambling back and, you know, and still thriving. Except I got to get the thriving part, but you, what is the thriving? What the, oh, I'll thrive. the Steelers I'll thri- get to over I'll, 500? You know thrive? That's thriving. You know what I'm going to thrive? Yeah. The 2023 mm-hmm. NFL football season. I disgraced myself a year ago. All right. I'm washing that stink off and get on board with Damashek. Cause I, I think I'm pretty locked in on NFL. But in the meantime, we're talking home run. I don't know if you're locked in. Your Dolphins pick, preseason pick, has taken a tremendous hit Why? since you since you picked Why? them. Um, Tua announced that he was considering retirement. Okay. And uh, your midseason replacement, Tom Brady, uh, bought a different franchise, which is going to make him it tough for him to step step in. I, in my I was having fun with Tom Brady. I like making fun. <laughs> I like making okay. fun of him as a uh, as as a mercenary who who talk about washing off the stink, he washed off the Belichick stink, and that's funny to me for all the Patriots fans. That we can agree on is funny to laugh about. That he went down there sure. and won a Super Bowl for for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's that's embarrassing if you're a Patriots fan. That that's how little he cared about you. Um, yes, you shouldn't bet. Well, but, uh, but listen, muzzle tub on your Aaron Judge bet. I think there are juicier ones out there. Jordan Alvarez. Uh, Ronald Acuna is hitting moonshots almost every night. They're, you know, longer odds on those guys, but good for you with your 
Pete we Alonzo went over him. I, I, did, I did judge and uh, Alonzo here, but uh, yeah, no, uh, there, there's, you know, there's guys, there's a lot of guys with 12. Uh, take a look. There's a lot of um, guys with 12 home runs and um, right in there. Even trout who I, I won money for right. People on the picket line is 12 to one. Mac Mun- Max Muncy's only a couple behind at 19 to one. Um, so yeah, check that out. Now the other Aaron and Schwarber's another fun one who seems to have Schwarber's just devoted another, himself uh, and Muncy to both those guys seem oh, to like, I don't care about the batting season. average. I'm just a home yeah. run guy now. Well, he's a DH Schwarber. Yeah. So you got to think, well, this is always concentrating on this. Should, this should work out, but yeah, he was my preseason pick. What were we going to say, Martin? Uh, I was part well, I just caught in my head. I wonder if Tom Brady was, uh, was rooting for Mac Jones' success. As you know, right? Yeah. Oh no, you know he wasn't. No, he tra- he had Jimmy Garoppolo traded away. I mean, that's his- well. He was also still there when Jimmy Garoppolo was there. Like you know, hey, Tom's not playing anymore. Yeah. He's he's you know he's he's an owner now. He Tom won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's all yeah. he's all good. Uh, I know we always talk about Brady and Rodgers, but we're, we're at it again with Aaron Rodgers. Um, Spaghetti sent me this. He was on Adam Shine. I like Adam Shine a lot. And uh, Rodgers said he recently watched Once Upon a Time in Queens, the 30 for 30 film on the 86 Mets. Um, and he said, many Mets fans are Jets fans. You realize how special it would be to win a championship here in New York after watching that. Now, I helped produce that Mets documentary, <laughs> and people are like, People are like, oh, you should like the Jets yeah. now, Sal. You should like Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's the other way. I think Jets fans can thank me for this added incentive I specifically gave their quarterback. The $59 million was not enough, apparently. He needed my help. And I think we did do a good job of dressing up what it looked like, the atmosphere and the fandom and everything else there. But, uh, Sheck, so that's how it works. You watch a documentary. You say, oh, wow, look at these fans. They're, they're diehards. Now I know what I'm dealing with in New York. So a good moment for Aaron Rodgers in New York right there. He's playing it, yes. So far, so good with Aaron Rodgers and the rugged New York media. I think he really is saying a lot of the right things. Let's see how it goes through summertime and once the they have a little bit of adversity there in Jets land. But yeah, in the meantime, what are you doing? Your old man's a Jets fan, isn't he, South? Don't you, isn't well, that reason is enough? That's Oh, for many years, he tried to get me to root for the Jets after making the mistake of bringing me home a Dallas Cowboys jacket. But I just didn't. I didn't jump. This is where you come together. Like, you don't. For Aaron Ruff, for a guy that's going to play one year. Be like Costner. Be like Costner at the end of Field of Dreams. Say to your old man, you know, want to have a catch? Uh, Go throw a football around on behalf of Aaron. Make your peace with him. Do that. Go throw a football. I could tell him. I could tell him I'm a Jets fan. He he wouldn't know. He wouldn't so, know the difference at this point. So yeah, you, <laughs> I might do Dave, it. you yeah. think that uh, you guys think that Aaron Rodgers' little media tour is is going well so far? I just feel like he's yeah, writing a fine. lot of checks right now. Like for a guy like Tal said, he might only play one year. This is like the third or fourth time he's outright mentioned winning a championship. Not like. We're going to come out and put a better team on the table. Like, nah, he's like, no, 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 we're going to win the Super Bowl. And I just like, that's, that's feels like Aaron Rodgers yeah. is, is, is cashing. Is, is, that's a lot of checks to be writing. Oh, yes, he is. Yes. Well, he's wrong about that. He, yeah. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. But so, like, to the point of like, handle the New York media, when this team is three and four through seven weeks, this is going to be like, you told us you were winning a Super Bowl, Aaron, and he's going to be like, relax. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm healthy. I think it's different. I think you're right. The media will crush him, right, if he falls short. But I think the fans are so used to losing that they, no matter what he says, are going okay. to, you know, manage their expectations. Somebody, right? I mean. It's a, if he, 
If he went to New England and did this, it might be a different story. But he I mean, listen, he's a smart guy, clearly. And, you know, intuition, obviously. Anyway, I think he's smart. Yeah, I think he's smart. I just think he's gotten a little bit kooky with it, with where he's landed on a, a on a number of issues. And he also my main issue with him is that he's a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Hey, open your mind, man. Whatever, whatever floats your boat. As long as you agree with him, if you disagree with him, then you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Then, then that grace goes away from him. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win a super bowl. That's my, but I think once things start, you know, they lose a game, they get, they get housed somewhere. I don't think that, Hey, relax. Everybody's going to go over in Manhattan the same yeah. way it did in Wisconsin. I think that's what he's getting. But I'm saying right now from a PR standpoint, but I, I, I will say again, which is worse, you Roethlisberger gets more or less shoved out, and so then his reaction is like, "I hope they don't succeed and and prove me wrong and them right for pushing <laughs> me out." Or Aaron Rodgers forcing his way out of there. You think he wants Jordan Love to succeed? Clearly, he's rooting for Jordan Love to fall on his face, right? Yeah, but he's still playing football. He, he, I, I don't know. I don't think. I, I don't. I still don't know where Roethlisberger is coming from because he was setting himself up for failure. I mean. Pickett, and I'm not just saying this to be an asshole, but Pickett would have to be miserable, right, for for Ben to take a victory lap after season one. I don't think he was going to take a victory lap. I'm saying deep down, I, yeah, I mean, God, the guy got. I don't kind think of so either. Out. I don't think he could take any kind of lap. The guy really, got the but, guy uh, got pushed in the shape. <laughs> well, that's the that's <laughs> the reality. If you listen to the Roethlisberger podcast, which you really should, that conversation nah. he has with his with his guy uh, Spence there, I won't do with it. Pickett sitting yeah. there. We'll listen to it, and because mm. the the premise is, it's like, well, Ben, you still had uh, something left in the tank, so it was tough to you know, kind of get shoved out a little bit. And so, um, right. You know, so he had a chip on his shoulder about that. Obviously I think what I think is deep down, what he realized is like, it's a good thing. I left. This is better. Like I, I, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Let them, let them go. Now I'm a, an ambassador. I think we are, disagree on the still has something left in the tank thing, but I don't agree. I don't think on. he had anything left yeah. in the tank either, but I mean, I, that's yeah. what was go- my point is that's what was going on in his head. And Aaron, right. Aaron Rodgers. And my point is, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, go ahead, ba- babyface, jump in here because I know you have thoughts on no, this. No, I mean they never, fan. they never embarrassed him. They wanted him to. They wanted it to be mutual. Eli, Eli got pushed out. That was embarrassing. That was bad for the franchise. And with Ben, I mean, at least they they really tried to come to an agreement. It's it's odd that he would feel that he got pushed out. I mean, that's a little the the heavyweight champion thing or like you know a uh, big time prize fighter thing you know they uh, most of these guys do not have a sense of when to walk away that was you why know? the Steelers were trying to get rid of him he was heavyweight yeah. get out of here fat well, boy it's too heavy. They, 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 like, it's too heavy yeah I mean they right that pe- people don't like but generally speaking it's funny like you can never you can almost never win with these kind of things because like Barry Sanders the lament is forever now is like man, just one more year and you could have been the all-time yeah. rushing leader and everything else. And so you either do that or you stick around too long. I mean, who did get it? Whoa. What? See, Not that's the, that's part of the problem with your pedigree. There is like nobody questions Barry Sanders. Like everybody like, man, if he had just hung it out, but everybody's like, well, it was the Lions. They were doing him wrong. Like, well, like, here's how you can win, Shaq. Here's how you can win. You don't say, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't have to mention this, but I will. I, I was rooting against you, Kenny Pickett. Um, and then I came around. 
I think that's that's one way you could win is not even bring that up. What, what every I think he's also, having. by the way, I think, you know, people who talk into a microphone, I think we think our words mean more to people at large than than perhaps they do. I think he's guilty of that, too. He said last he said during the season, like, wow, Kenny's better than I thought. And that got pushed uh-huh. back in the moment whenever he said that November or whenever he said that last year. He's like, I didn't think this guy was going to be any good. I guess I was like, I think he felt like he had to justify why he said that six months prior. All right. Listen, the point is Aaron Rodgers once upon a time in Queens is great. And Aaron Rodgers was right. And and so Jets maybe fan. he was right about everything. Maybe he's right about everything. And I'm a Jets fan. Um, unless they sign Adrian Peterson. Now, Adrian Peterson says he's officially noise? retired. He's officially retired if no one signs him in 2023. He basically pulled the Carmelo Anthony. Do we need to check on who is and who isn't retired? Martin, is Barry Sanders, who you mentioned, retired? Emmett Smith? Red I'm Grange? I'm pretty sure Barry I is. Uh, I think Barry is <laughs> hung up. But see, this is the thing. This is why I love what Carmelo did. Because Carmelo was retired, right? But then he actually uh-huh. went and said, no, I'm officially retired now. Just in case. Mm-hmm. So then, we, then he can get his little day in the sun and we don't have to do the whole retirement tour, which is terrible. Like the Adrian right. Peterson thing. It's not out of the realm of possibility. He could have gotten signed in 2021 or 2022. Like if you had asked me what NFL team Adrian Peterson was on right now, I would have had to sit and make sure the answer was none. Cause like, <laughs> uh, I, w- I would have um, confidently said none. Right? What do we? Well, I don't even remember his last team. Was it the Commanders? Might have. Been. I think it was Commanders. What was it? The Saints, maybe. Saints. He's thirty-eight years old. Adrian this is the worst. The this Saints. is the, this is this is the conclusion to a career that you don't want. This is what I laugh. Uh, you know, that that's what I'm getting at with all this. So that, not, not pulling the plug. By the way, on any fantasy site, Seahawks is the answer. Seahawks is the answer. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. Go through, I mean, yeah, uh, this guy, Adrian Peterson, who obviously has some uh, some X's in his mm-hmm. personal past as well, but fancied himself as relevant to pro football while all of us, he was basically a Vagoda uh, fish, you know, Tessio to, mm-hmm. to most of us. Like, Abe Vagoda's still alive? Like, without your reaction when, when Abe Vagoda passed away, was like, oh, I thought he'd been gone for 10 right. years. That's what's going oh, on yeah. here. But going on any fantasy site, yeah. go do, mm-hmm. do go and you the names that come up, you're like, that guy is still eligible to be picked up in fantasy. Adrian Peterson is the is the tip of that He's on iceberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, like you'll you be like, what? That guy's still maybe, out there. Maybe it's because his you last teams were teams that I was like familiar with. Like I watched him it was score. Your team. I, yeah, yeah, I watched was on him score touchdowns on the for Lions, the Lions and yeah. the Saints, like post COVID, yeah. and and Tennessee was between there, and then ended up with Seattle. You know, you talk about fantasy and Adrian Peterson. Check. Remember, there was another Adrian Peterson who I yes. think was on Seattle. Backup to all backups. You could yes. trick somebody in a snake in a, sorry in an auction draft online if you nominated him. If you nominated that Adrian Peterson, and then you got people bidding six, eight, nine, twelve dollars. Like whoa, 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 whoa! And then, then people will realize, wait a minute, that's not the Adrian Peterson. Like doesn't matter. You're stuck with this guy who's going to get eight carries for sixteen bucks. That's how it is. It would always cause a fight. I missed that. I miss that. I actually speaking I of fantasy. Of why don't you if you want to if you really want to root against your friend Simmons tonight and Hench mm-hmm. and all the other Boston fans, why don't you create some yeah. stakes around the Celtics? Like you get kicked out, 
if your Celtics don't win game five. Oh, maybe something like that. Then they'll really be sitting there nervous. Well, but I can't kick both of them out. No. Well, one of you well, gets Simmons kicked out. Simmons is the one who made five? the trip, yeah. so his head's on the chopping block. I see. Something All like, right. who are you well, kicking they, out? Tell us already. Who are you kicking this out? This might just be Dave uh, establishing yet another kickout scenario, but there's no basketball team in Pittsburgh, so he can't get uh, kicked out. I can't out. get kicked out right. anyway. Exactly. How Not else? this year. So he Not can then look at yeah. point at like uh, double the kickout yeah, opportunity, no, but Dave's only eligible for one. In case it's you, okay. It's white. It's white noise. I'm saying right I, through I, your I game. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's no game, yeah. and yeah. I, I I don't care because my the the, the legal <laughs> the legal document that I held was not enough. I was too much of a gentleman. Oh, I could have pressed that issue. I could have tied it up <laughs> in courts throughout the football season if I wanted to, just because some pretty boy are like, oh, I'm supposed to be the most handsome guy in fantasy, and uh, now it's being challenged by Damashek. Uh, I'm kicking you him out. you talking about Hanch again? Nobody knows what you're talking That's about. That's John Hamm. That's right. John Hamm. Everybody's, no, I, no, everybody's know, hero. The, the, legal, the legal document. All right, listen, but the, there is bad news in New England. This is good. The Pats lost two OTAs because of rules violations. Shocking. Of course they did. Yes, I know. Let's just dock them two OTAs a year for in perpetuity because this is what they do. It actually wasn't immediately known what the specific violation was, although I suspect it's the shirt that Mac Jones wore to the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, I mean, that can't that can't go on. Uh, so anyway, that's fun. I don't think it's going to matter. Andy Reid, in other news, doesn't love the new kickoff rule, which is that all touchbacks and Fair catches come out to the 25-yard line. They're trying to cut down on in, um, interviews, on injuries uh, that occur on the kickoff. I was thinking that this is going to lead to more squib kicks, which is ripe for injury. Isn't it, Shaq? Like, I think this is a, a bad rule. But anyway, Andy, Andy Reid said eventually we're going to be playing flag football if we keep up with rules Right, like you're this. no Does longer allowed to say, put him in a dress because that's offensive. But that's basically what Andy Reid is saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Burt Breer um, spins it as like Goodell and the owners attempt to say, like, see, we do care. I, given the pushback on TNF um, and moving schedules around and how that kind of hangs players physical well-being out to dry, according to many mm-hmm. players, that this is to make. I mean, this is Burt Breer's actual kind of conclusion of this is his spin on it is is to show the player. See, we do care about you. Too many concussions, and so we're all right. To but the kickoff team, it's Jai. I, I, Burt Breer is not saying that it's a valid presentation from yeah, Goodell and company. Just saying, saying like that's yeah. the spin on it, which is ridiculous. But okay, I understand because it's it's separate enough from the four downs from the line to scrimmage that you could get a. You can get rid of the kickoff and everybody can start at the 25 or the 30 or whatever it is. Right. I understand that. But I, I think it's a it's a big part of the game. I think it's an important part of the game. And listen, crossing routes cause the most injuries without even looking. I could tell you, I'm sure, aside from artificial turf, I would say crossing route. Like if you really care, care about like helmet to helmet and crunching blocks and stuff like that, outlaw that. Right. They wouldn't think to do that. But of course, it would go down. The big injury is 60%, Martin, I would say. I'm throwing a number out there. But there are more dangerous plays than the kickoff, I'd say. 100%. And, and the, no, 60%. Oh, 100%. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, but the, and there's ways. Like, I know that, like, people laugh at the USFL and the XFL, but those low impact kickoffs essentially have the same desired effect as a regular kickoff except the coverage team isn't running 75 yards before they're making contact with people. 
that's what they say is the buildup to the injuries. So I would like to see like some of those low impact where they have those guys lining up like on their own, you know, on the receiving mm-hmm. 30 and then receiving like 20 yard line. And then the returner is on the 10 and then, then they kick the ball off. And then you still have the same concepts of football and blocking and needing to tackle and spacing and all and creating alleys for, to run through and all of that. So I would like to see something like that as opposed to just, like I don't know if yeah, making they a pair of catches wedge, the right? answer all the time in terms of safety. Because the, you can't the game do the is wedge dangerous. anymore. Is that like five years, Shaq, where you, you can't return to uh, to a wedge? Yeah, a wedge? you can't do that. And, you, and and the thing that like just from what is enjoyable in in football, like it doesn't happen a ton, but like the onside kick and. Now it's almost yeah. impossible you would ever recover an onside kick. But, you know, when your team has a, you know, has a puncher's chance right at the end of a game, that's a great thing that that has now been removed from the sports. Like, we need a score here, and then we have to recover the onside. And when you, that moment, I, I would put that on the short list of most exciting things that happen in a football game. is like almost impossible our team can rally. You score like, okay, we yeah. still get the onside kick. Like, Oh, he fumbled it. We got it. We got it. The guy's all jumping around. That's one of the great great things in football, right? And now I I think you should be allowed to. I think you should be allowed to return it. Also, I think you should be able to go all the way with a touchdown. It's funny. I watched that that ninety five, ninety six Cowboys Steelers. Your team did it. You had you had the ball like the whole second half. Um, came up short. I was, I was, I was sure it's it's really a bittersweet memory for me because that's the greatest moment, in my opinion, in Cowers career is when oh, he really? when yeah, he yeah. coached when when they get that onside kick and he's go, uh, going up and I was like let's go now and he's spitting all over the place I was like we're gonna win this game get our board right <laughs> now, now. we're winning the, this game I was convinced of it you got loud for nothing uh, no stuffing the rules or whatever in the referee's pocket was the best that was pretty moment, good too. wasn't it yep that was yeah. that was pretty good too yeah, stuff the screenshots of uh, into the referee's yeah. uh, chest pocket. Sean Payton did it too, right? Never Martin? forget that uh, Super Bowl against Peyton Manning. The whole it was the first year that they did the Pro Bowl in between the Super Bowl and the end of the regular <laughs> season. So I had a fortnight to to stew and 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 just be in the fetal position in my bed in college, wondering how in the world the Saints were going to manufacture extra possessions against Peyton Manning. And sure enough, no, it's one way. My former Fox colleague got it done after the half. Right, that was right at the right at the, right at the start. Of the third Lance quarter. Moore yeah. recovered that yeah. and had a touchdown. In which it's a good idea. No, oh, great it's, idea. It's, it's it was it was a, a perfect timing for that. All right, let's take a break. I, and, I just uh, want to say listen, an apology personally yeah. on behalf of all Indiana Hoosiers, Tracy Porter. You know, my an, a fellow alum of uh, Bloomington. Yeah. He picked off Peyton, and I feel bad about that. I just want- yeah, Saints well, hero, Tracy Porter. I have you right number twenty-two. Saints yeah, ring of honor. I'm not, I'm not, that's if you, Peyton. If you want to talk to Martin about that on the side, that's your. I, I'm not. You know, not I coming on this show, Tracy I that Porter. Was wrong. Not no, no way, no way. Sorry, Martin. Not not for what he did to Peyton. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with our plays of the day. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, so this Boston-Miami game, God, I'm going Al Hawford under one and a half threes made. It's minus 101. This guy drives me bananas. I had him two games in a row to make multiple threes against the Sixers. He didn't do it. Didn't come close. Came close, but on his misses, he didn't come close. Then he hit five, the game I laid off, of course. Um, Then bad again, the first two games versus Miami. Now multiples in games three and four. I'm going to predict another poor shooting night. Five Celtics had three or more uh, three-pointers made. Horford was one of them. He's going to go under here. He's going to have zero or one. The VIG is low, and he's so very inconsistent from behind the arc. He had three of his team's 19 made threes, I mentioned. Big Al, a big bust tonight, Martin. Under one and a half threes made, minus 101. What are you going with? I kind of I tend to agree with you there. And the, the Celtics kind of go, if you look, it's a weird bellwether of their successes. Al, Al Horford's three-point shooting yeah. success. If he right. hits like two or three threes, they normally win. If he doesn't, they normally lose. Uh, I think they lose tonight, uh, regardless of how many threes that he makes. But I'm going with my guy, my namesake, Caleb Martin. He's been respecting the name the last few weeks, uh, and especially mm-hmm. through this playoff run. Caleb Martin, over one and a half threes made. He's been taking like six a game. Uh, again, I didn't. It didn't work last game, but I'm going to do it again to over two and a half, mm. over three and a half. I think he gets four tonight. Oh wow! All Especially right. with no, no Gabe Vincent, Gabe somebody's got to shoot it. I know. I was just saying, this sucks though. The Gabe Vincent thing. All right, check. What do you got? You going hockey? First, no, I, no, no, no. I'm done with. I'm done with hockey. It's the the coin flips <laughs> are too much for me. Um, right. really, that's what the, this entire springtime has been about. Is I, I hope we can get back on track next time you say that because you know spaghetti's in the air and he'll he'll fight you on that he'll (laughs) fight tooth and nail well what i was actually disappointed by was matt verderam joined us on minus three for the first half of our summer primer for the nfl and in advance Uh of that he said all right i'll come on the show but you have to give me a chance to go at eddie spaghetti a little bit the rags fan he's a devil's fan verderam is and oh, it good. was way too pleasant. It was way too like, well, I, uh, I can't be upset about the Devils because it was my team, the Rangers, who kind of blew it. I was like, ah, way, way, way too cordial. I didn't care for that. People, yeah. I, yeah, you, I mean, I don't know. It's like, we like to have these healthy sports discussions and then we have to worry about roid rage, you know? And so we're going to do it. It's not, it's not, just not fun. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun when people are too nice. Um by the way, shout out to uh, bookmaking legend Chris Andrews, who helped us out with another cockamamie scheme. Uh, somebody, flo- oh, Doug Gottlieb floated um, about the the quality of the world's roster right now in the NBA versus the U.S. roster. So I kind of cobbled the two rosters together and asked him to present a line, starting the clock with Akeem Olajuwon 
arriving with the Houston Rockets. It's pretty interesting if you look at what the world can put up against all the U.S. athletes, again, starting from 85 to now. He gave us a line. Mm -hmm. of, he said uh, minus 400 would be uh, the U.S. Um, uh, odds in a, in a seven-game series. Anyway, just wanted to give a shout-out to him to indulge right. my foolishness. In the meantime, about a right. real basketball game. I'm going to take the Celtics minus the eight here. And Ooh. that's that. I'm rooting for it. And as Hench rightly points out, if you like the Celtics, they're going to cover yeah. no matter how gargantuan the number appears. They do uh, when they win, yeah. they win big. So if you like the Celts, then ride comfortably. That feels like a lot. I to hate make. this, Martin. I hate that. That's eight. I hate that. What will what what's interesting is what will game six be? Because the first Miami home game against Boston, Boston gave three and a half. Then when everyone thought Boston quit, Miami gave one and a half, and the Celtics took that game. Obviously, what will they make game six? Well, you're worried about problems that we five. ain't gonna have. I know. Don't know. worry All about right. Celtics ain't win. No game six. Celtics win. Good. The number goes back to Celtics laying Celtics three and a favorite. half. Right? Oh no, I don't think that high, but. Uh, yeah, they win two in a row. I think you're right. Ah, damn it. If they win this by 20, I'm not going to love this, Martin. Well, I need I'm Jimmy Butler to play all that country music, get that cowboy hat out, and take them boys home. Let's <laughs> go. Lemon Pepper Parlay, you and Gunnels talk all things Celtics, Heat, uh, LeBron retirement. Is he going to do it? Is he not? Let me, I, I didn't have this on the outline, but I was thinking, what is, what's Bronny's life look like two years from now? What, where is he? Is he, uh, he's on a bad team. Cause it really is fascinating more than any of this other stuff. I don't care about where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up and thank God we don't have to actually worry about it, but we still talk about him, but LeBron's son. So Bronny, let's say he has a good year at USC, right? Mm -hmm. He's a one and done. Cause he wants to play with dad and dad can't wait around. And now you're an NBA team who knows you're going to be able to sign LeBron at a discount, right? Cause he wants to play with his son, but Martin, Let's say he is should go in the late part of the first round. Who takes a chance on him first? Someone in the top five? It's really fascinating to think about. You know what? And I then just, just to put him on, just to put him on the bench. Like how much you willing to risk to have one year of LeBron in his retirement tour? It's worth a lot. I wouldn't want to risk that much at all in terms of I, I, my, mm. I hate retirement tours. But you, as you just laid it out, I just thought, all right. What if, like, I don't know, the, the Heat draft Bronny James, right? Somebody drafting in the last four picks, right? He's going to be a late yeah. first-round pick. What if we've all assumed that, like, a team would be into that, right? Like, a team would draft Bronny right. with, the, with the thought you would lure LeBron. What if that, you know, that's just not the case or it doesn't work out that way for the first, you know, 20 or so teams? And then once you get mm -hmm. into the last 10, those are all playoff teams that are competing. Like, they'd probably have a roster. Yeah. Like, what if the Phoenix Suns, who need a point guard at this point, were to draft Bronny James? And now, like, Bronny, and I never even contemplated the fact that he could potentially knock his dad out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think, Sheck, it's all the different possibilities are great. Maybe he's undraftable, or maybe he's a second-round pick. How high do you go for him? Because from a marketing standpoint, for this retirement tour, you're going to sell a billion jerseys, LeBron James jerseys, right? Even if the kid doesn't come off the bench at all. And the kid will resent his father, that's for sure. It's, that's a I feel like it's, this, I feel like, though, it becomes exponentially cooler and more marketable and all of that 
only if Bronny goes to the team where his father is, whether it's the Cavaliers or the Lakers. Otherwise, I don't think the Heat are too far gone and that had the mercenary vibe the whole way through. Oh, you don't think LeBron would go to the like the Hawks or something? Yeah, no. If it's like a rando, think, if it's a yeah. rando team, like who? Can, why would those? Why would mm. those fans care? I'm all. I, but then again, I'm always proven wrong. Look at me with. I'm like Jets fans are excited about Aaron Rodgers. Why? He's somebody else's guy. He's not your guy. Jets fans, and he's a weirdo. Like yeah. I say, I, but people always well, are like, oh, you don't get unique... it. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't like that guy. Like. If it's the Lakers or the Cavs, then awesome. That could it's Ken Griffey Jr. and Senior. No, I those, know. I, no, those images still resonate if you're a Seattle sports fan, I assume. I don't know. I'm just I'm just wondering how much of a chance would a team take on Bronny just with the knowledge that LeBron is going well, to come to that's what it matters. Oh, that's that's what matters most, right? I mean, a lot of people are saying Bronny is if is if, if he's yeah. LeBron's son is not uh, you know, he's not like a but a humongous get at the college level. So how much can he project certainly after this one is, this season is of being relevant? All we're going to be talking about. This is all we're going to be talking about a year from now, right? We're talking about the right, dolphins Martin? at plus 300 to win the AFC East. Cause that's the way that one's going. <laughs> Who's their quarterback? I don't know. I'll tell you Go what, ahead, though, after, after seeing Mike McDaniel uh, at former FTX arena, whatever it's called now in Miami, yeah. hyping the crowd up, uh, I would be concerned about my <laughs> dolphins futures. That's your guy? No, no, it wasn't <laughs> my guy. ECD did not oh, seem no. to be uh, no, revving no, the crowd no. up. I didn't. I did not get the rah rah. No. Let's go run through walls, men. Uh, out of that. All right. Well, listen. Run through walls to listen to minus three and Jimmy Kimmel on laugh lines. That was that was a lot of fun. It was on with me and Megan Connolly. We talked about the greatest sports celebration ever. And uh, Sheck, we had a variation of that. We discussed this. Uh, this was based off the uh, off of Victor's fist pump when he found that he wasn't going to the Rockets and Brandy Chastain, because we have a lot of perverts on the extra points chat following the extra points, social channels, one for greatest sports celebration ever. <laughs> but Jimmy had Leon Letts uh, when, when BB <laughs> knocked the ball out, just not just, that was just th- tossing in my face there. Uh, anyway, minus three laugh lines, lemon pepper parley covered in glory. Check it all out against all odds. We're going to be back next week. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.